Hello and welcome back to Why Morocco, a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to spotlighting some of the inspiring and creative personalities who share my love of the North African Kingdom of Morocco. My name's Mandy Sinclair, PR consultant and freelance writer, tasting Marrakesh food and cultural tours owner and host of this podcast. As you sit back and listen, it's my hope that you'll leave feeling inspired to pay a visit or motivated to start planning that trip to the Kingdom of Morocco. I'm back with another episode of Why Morocco, although much later than expected. But given all that's happening in the moment, it was important for me to return with one more episode. All of my press trips have been canceled and the events I was planning to cover are as well. I'm struggling to produce new episodes, so this will be the last episode of the second season of Why Morocco but I'm not ruling out bonus episodes. So I decided to ask one of the people I'm checking in with weekly to join me for the final episode. And that person is my life coach, Ray Beach from Drift and Design. I credit her and our weekly coaching sessions for helping me to live my best life in Marrakesh. Ray and I have been working together for over a year and she's coached me through various exercises and activities to help bring balance to my life but also move forward ideas and work through personal issues. During the shutdown, we've worked through ideas that have also come up. But what I want listeners to know is that I really do believe that coaching and any other one-to-one development work such as counseling, therapy, or mentoring are personal decisions and may even require professional advice. So while life coaching has worked for me and some of the exercises can, as Ray says in the interview, be used in group or organizational sessions, I think each of us are unique, so it's about finding what works for us when the time is right. When I sat down to record this episode, I wanted it to be an open and honest conversation between Ray and I, to let listeners know that others may also be struggling, despite putting on a strong front. So let's listen in as Ray and I chat about her approach to coaching and what exercises I'm working on to help me through these unexpected and unknown times. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Um, I think this will probably be the last episode of the season. Um, But why I thought it was really interesting um, to have you on the podcast is because Life isn't always amazing and life in Marrakesh, well, you know, we have sunny blue skies and whatnot um, and great weather, great food, you know, a really nice lifestyle. It's not always perfect. And I really do credit our work together as helping me to live my best life here in Marrakesh, even when times are tough, because let's be honest, they really have been lately, even before this quarantine. So thank you for joining me today. Um, I know my emotions at the moment are all over the place, basically changing daily, if not more frequently. I have moments of like super positive thinking and the next I'm in tears. So, and I have more time to reflect and do a bit more resetting of sorts all the while craving the familiar and I'm sure I'm not alone. So I thought it would be an ideal time to have you on my podcast as others may be in need of some coaching support too. So can you just tell listeners a bit about yourself and also what coaching is and your approach, please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you for inviting me to do this as well. It's really great. Um, Yeah, so I guess like a lot of people, um, a couple of years ago, um, I found myself at a point with my career where I was just really kind of um, dissatisfied, I kind of, I feel like I just ended up at this place where 
I was stuck in a career that I had no real kind of connection to. Um, and I knew for a long time that I didn't want to continue in that direction. Um, I needed a big change and I'd kind of tried over the years to um, kind of pursue an alternative direction, but nothing ever kind of shifted. Um, and it was kind of after years of kind of feeling that frustration, I kind of just knew that something had to change. So I actually kind of looked into um, careers coaches uh, myself mm-hmm. and I worked with a careers coach, which was something that hadn't even kind of crossed my mind before. Um, and I just found it a hugely valuable experience. Um, and through that process, I kind of, um, you know, really kind of looked into things like my values, what's important to me, my interests. Um, and so much of that I felt really strongly about anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but through that kind of work, I realized actually that coaching was something that would really work for me. Um, it was that kind of one-to-one work with people that I knew was important to me. It was people-based rather than systems. It was those kind of deep conversations that you have with people um, and the sort of flexible kind of work-life balance. Um, and for years, I'd been kind of trying to get into the arts and creative sector um, because that was something that I was really passionate about. And, you know, it just never kind of happened. And then when I thought about coaching, I realised actually that that could tie me back into my kind of interest in that sector and those people because I could um, set up my own coaching business to work with um, individuals in the arts and creative sector. So from there, basically, I went off and I retrained as a coach and a neural neurolinguistic programming practitioner, NLP. And yeah, and then I got to a point where I was able to kind of set up my business about a year ago. Um, And so that's kind of what I'm working through at the minute. Um, So my company, I call Drift and Design. Um, Basically, it kind of, it it felt really right for me because it kind of connects up um, this kind of... um, sort of terminology that I'd heard through um, another coach, um, this kind of idea of what drift and design is in coaching, and it also loops back to um, the kind of the arts and creative sector mm-hmm. for me. Um, and, and drift and design, it's not an idea I came up with. Um, there's a master coach, really great lady, um, Terry Lutberger, um, who wrote an article about it. I don't know if she coined the term, Um, but she certainly kind of writes about it really nicely. And it's just, it really kind of resonates with me. Um, And so drift, the drift element, Mm -hmm. um, is where we exactly kind of, as I just spoke about um, from my own experience, it's kind of where we perhaps find ourselves in jobs or relationships or places that don't, feel right for us we don't feel connected to and it's kind of it's how we got there we're kind of moving perhaps less consciously through life there's less kind of deliberate Mm -hmm. 
thought and direction in terms of where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and perhaps it's because we're not aware of an alternative or perhaps it's because we just don't have the energy or drive to kind of explore something different. Um, or perhaps it's just that, you know, when we need to drift a little bit, it can actually be a really positive thing because we kind of, sometimes we just need to take the pedal off yes. and see what happens and see where it takes us. Probably um, incredibly the, timely to be drifting given what's going on in the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they will absolutely be loving this time kind of to kind of drift a little bit. Uh-huh. And then the design element um, is where we kind of consciously create. We make those conscious decisions. We think about our direction of travel. Um, we're really kind of aware of the choices that we're making. Um, and it might be that people are kind of more naturally inclined to one way of being or the other. Like I know for myself that I was a real drifter mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I ended up where I did with my career. Um, so in that scenario, I kind of, you know, after I'd stepped back and kind of uh, reflected and decided on my direction of travel I was then really kind of designing because mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking okay my goal is to set this business up these are people I want to work with and you know then I had direction and I could take the steps that I needed to take mm-hmm. um so that's kind of yeah that's why I decided to call my business drift and design and and kind of focused on working in two kind of sectors so the arts and creative sector because I you know it's where my kind of passions and interests lie and I love you know creative hearts and minds and souls Mm -hmm. and then life and well-being because for me you know I really believe in that truly holistic um, approach to our well-being the kind of the mind body soul connection Mm -hmm. yeah Wonderful. Well, I often, I mean, as we were just talking about drifting, I often crave some downtime. Um, and I typically get it in the summer when temperatures climb in Morocco and things slow down a bit in Marrakesh. So I certainly wasn't expecting it in March when it's usually like our absolute peak tourist season. Um, we're running nonstop every single day. And so when suddenly this Countries started closing their borders and airspace. Travel advisories were changing constantly. Um, I was really grateful um, that you and I were able to have a bit of a, an emergency, if you will, coaching session to discuss coping um, through coping with these unknown times, particularly as my calendar was just like clearing out as guests on our Tasting Marrakesh tours canceled their travel plans. My routine was just like changing drastically. What I was anticipating just wasn't going to be happening. So we chatted about like how to bring some normalcy to my daily life. So as uncomfortable as this time may be, what tips do you have for listeners as we navigate these unprecedented times? Yeah, absolutely. Really kind of um, challenging times for some, I think. I think, you know, situations like this, it's, it's everybody will have their own experience and this will mean something so different to so many people and I think it's really important to remember that and kind of show understanding and empathy 
for other people Mm -hmm. and be respectful of the way that different people will manage their own situation. Um, I think there's this kind of sort of immense pressure on people at the minute to kind of be acting or behaving or dealing with this in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's really important that people kind of just really think about what is right for them and to kind of not feel the influence or the pressure from what is happening externally. And I feel at the minute there's kind of almost like the anxiety and fear and sometimes scaremongering that comes from um, press or perhaps other people. And then on the flip side, there's this other kind of pressure that comes from, you know, the social aspect of it. You know, everybody's kind of... Mm -hmm. Baking perfect bread. bread. (laughs) You know... Uh-huh. Kind of investing in these intense fitness regimes, and yeah. every time you turn on social media, it's kind of like you. This, it's overwhelming. It is, um, and I think it. You know, I just think it's so important to kind of step back, look inward, mm-hmm. and take this time if you can to kind of really reflect and just ask yourself what do you need right now because for some people they might just be surviving they might just be taking each day as it comes and that is absolutely fine Mm -hmm. and if that's the case just you know that is absolutely fine and understand that that is fine Mm -hmm. and just really kind of understand what it is you need what is going to help in the situation and you know there are other people who are potentially kind of really loving this time because you know like we mentioned before they they might be sort of taking the pedal off it might be a chance to kind of step back reflect Mm -hmm. drift a little bit or perhaps design you know maybe this is giving people the time to be able to kind of yeah. Reflect and think about the things they want to change or do differently or, you know. I think that's really, I totally agree with you because I remember when we were doing a coaching session at the end of 2019, one of the activities that um, we worked on was the stop, start, and continue lists. Um, yes. And it was basically like we were gearing up for 2020. Um, and given the status of things at the moment, I find it personally really helpful to look back on what I noted in uh, December, January. Um, and because for me, it is an ideal time to start focusing on some of the tasks that I wanted to start, such as launching, you know, um, Essoera by tasting Marrakesh because I have the time to do it. Implementing a healthy routine was another one that I wanted to start. Um, and reflecting on how that, like a healthy routine, can be modified to this situation. Um, yes. One of the things I did note on my stop, start, and continue was to start dating, but I think that's going to have to go um, a little bit on the back burner. My bumble's a bit uh, quiet these days. <laughs> Um, but also I think one of the things that I, like, what's really big for me and I, you know, I want this to be a real, like 
um, honest conversation is that I noted like that I needed to stop defining success by financial results and rather by what excites me and um, brings me joy. And that has certainly um, been something to be mindful of given that business is at a halt. So we're kind of in a bit of an in-between period. Is working on a stop, start, and continue list a good thing to do at the moment? And if so, how does it work? Yeah, sure. I think, again, just, you know, kind of be mindful with yourself and others. Like if, if this is something that you think could be really helpful for you, then absolutely kind of now is your time to sit down and think about it. And for other people, it might just you know, not be the right time right now. You might mm-hmm. just be kind of getting through each day and this, you know, the thought yeah. of kind of thinking to future tense might be a little bit overwhelming for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it could be helpful, then absolutely. And it really is so simple. Um, and it's a tool that gets used in loads of different environments. You know, people use it professionally in teams, organizations. Um, I always use it in my one-to-one coaching because it is just so simple, but does really make you think. Mm-hmm. Um, so the stop, start and continue. So stop. We're kind of thinking about, I think the reason that I love coaching is because it really takes the view that you already have within you what it takes to create the change that you want to see. And it's very much about you being the expert in your life. So it's different to other kind of one-to-one relationships like therapy or um, working with a counsellor or Mm -hmm. um, teacher perhaps or mentor. Um, a lot of those relationships can kind of be hierarchical in the way that you work together. But coaching is this kind of um, great sort of partnership. It's supportive and it's kind of constantly driven by you as the coachee. Um, The coach is really just there to kind of create that space where it brings out the best in you and it kind of helps support you in coming to the decisions um and ideas that write for you Mm -hmm. so yeah I think of you as like the person that I can call when I don't want to like continue to bore my friends with my same issues (laughs) (laughs) like well Ray will listen and she'll coach me exactly the way I need to be (laughs) (laughs) I love that and that's the thing about coaching as well you know I think like you I think people sometimes feel like they need to have some kind of epic, huge thing going on in their life mm-hmm. before they reach out to a life coach. And and it might be that for somebody. Somebody might be going through something mm-hmm. huge and need yeah. some support and reach out to a coach. Um, for other people, it might literally just be about accountability and motivation yes. or just, mm-hmm. you know, if they're super busy, having that hour a week to focus on them and reflect and yeah whatever mm-hmm. um so coming back to the stop start continue particularly good when um people are kind of working towards creating change in some sense or wanting to work towards a goal no matter how big or small or small mm-hmm. so when we think about the stop what is it that needs to stop 
Is there something that is draining your energy? Is there something that perhaps prevents you from seeing the reward? What is it that distracts you from your purpose or what causes you stress or upset? These are the kind of questions that can help you come to a list of some of the things that you need to stop Mm -hmm. when it comes to achieving your goal. Mm -hmm. Um, The start, you know, what makes the most sense to start on right now? What are some possible kind of quick wins? Um, And when you think about the things that you'd like to start doing that help towards your goal, what you're trying to achieve, you know, perhaps you can put timeframes on them. Is it something that I can start right now? Or is it something that I need to start one, two weeks in the future, months down the line? Just being clear on it will really help. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you're not sure, you can ask yourself some leading questions that might help. So, for example, big one that I think um, will resonate with a lot of people. If money wasn't a factor, for example, what would you do? What hobby would you start? Where would Mm -hmm. you travel? You know, depending on what, what context you're kind of working in. Frame the question like that, and that will help um, kind of drive these kind of ideas. Mm -hmm. And then continue. I think continue is really useful because, you know, sometimes we don't reflect on the things that are working well for us. We, Our brains are kind of naturally wired towards the negative, the things Mm -hmm. that are holding us back or not working so to reflect on that stuff that actually is going well, is working for us, um, can be really helpful. Um, perhaps you've not recognised or appreciated what's working for you, um, or perhaps you have and you want to really invest in continuing to do those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can be, you know, particularly useful kind of when working with teams actually or groups kind of to make sure that everyone's kind of aware and conscious of what actually is kind of working and what's fulfilling and what's adding value. Um, And, you know, it might be a short list of all of these or you might have a really kind of strong, solid list of different things in these areas. But essentially the whole process can just kind of help with ideas um, Mm -hmm. and kind of, and creating clarity, I think, and kind of building energy to kind of, move you forward yeah and the other um uh activity that I really liked um was when I do feel a bit off balance um and that you know can happen quite often (laughs) um but through our regular coaching sessions you've been able to coach me personally on bringing the balance Um, that I seek. One of the exercises I found particularly helpful, and this is something that we've done a few times because we've been coaching together now for over a year. I can't believe it. Um, But basically I remember doing the balance wheel last April. Yeah. April, 2019. And we did it again. You recommended I do it, I think at the beginning of the year. And the balance wheel basically was that I listed out my priorities, um, I think there were about eight different uh, priorities that I was to note and how I felt on a scale of one to 10 at that particular moment. So family and friends, professional life, health and wellness, travel and personal interests are all noted as priorities on my list that help to balance me out. Um, With everything just kind of a bit out of whack at the moment, uh, do you think it's a good time to reflect and create a balance wheel? And if so, 
Can you just tell us a bit about this approach? Yeah, absolutely. So again, it just, you know, it will entirely depend on the individual. If, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll talk through it and if it's something that people think is useful, helpful, then absolutely, you know, for some people now really is a brilliant time for kind of stepping back, reflecting, thinking about their life as it is, thinking about what they would potentially like it to look like moving forward and for other people that might just be too overwhelming right now and Mm -hmm. that is absolutely fine um but essentially the balance wheel is something that um most personal life coaches will use at some point with a client um I tend to use it at the very beginning of working with someone to help me understand where they're at right now Mm -hmm. and then it's something um that I will come back to at different points because you know our life changes of course it does Mm -hmm. um and how we feel about different elements of our life at one point will be very different um in the future and that's totally fine um so with the balance wheel basically it's just a visualization tool um and it kind of is a representation of what's going on within our life in different kind of um, categories or elements at that particular moment. So you draw a big circle, a big wheel, and then you segment it into kind of about eight segments. And then each one of those you separate out into a different um, area of your life and you choose something that feels really natural and relevant for you so you might choose one to be relationships or there might be one that's physical environment or career or finances health perhaps Um, so you pick those and then within each category you score how you feel about something at the moment from zero to 10. Zero being low, not great, and 10 being high, yep, feeling pretty mm-hmm. pretty happy, pretty fulfilled in this area at this moment. Mm-hmm. And then once you've done that for each of the spokes, you kind of uh, put a pinpoint against the line of each of those segments draw a line to bring them all together and you will have a image which shows the kind of balance shape within that Mm -hmm. so it's just a really good way of seeing where things are a little bit low where you feel more confident happy fulfilled and then it gives us that chance to kind of reflect and and kind of then dig down into each one of those segments and think okay well if that's where I'm at right now where do I want to be what do I want that to look like what do I want that to feel like how can I create change in this area of my life what do I need to do Mm -hmm. to enhance that um and yeah it it really is that kind of simple but I think you know we're in a kind of society where we're all leading such busy lives and just getting on and doing things and trying to find that 
work-life balance can be difficult sometimes. Um, and it really just does kind of give you that chance to step back and consciously think about how things are and how things would like to be. Yeah. And then we, when we understand that, we can put some things in place to make sure that we then start to move in the direction that we want to be going. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I, I've been looking um, back at my calendar because – so I do also like – I do the food tours, but I also am a travel consultant. So I kind of time block off, um, you know, what times when I'm like get on each client file. Um, and I just look back and I think like, oh my God, like the amount of hours and work that we were producing out of my office is insane. Um, yeah. I can't, like, so I'm actually, I'm really loving the, the solitude of having this time to just kind of be, I know solitude's not always for everybody, but basically, uh, and it comes from loving the solitude comes from, um, boundaries, um, that, and it's something that we talked about in our session in mid-March is I really needed to put boundaries around the type of media I was consuming, the people I was interacting with and time spent on social media, because I was just getting to this point where I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to get my business back to where it was, my life. Like, you know, am I ever going to get a flight out of Morocco because all flights are grounded? Um, And we talked through like what outcomes putting boundaries would provide me. So is this something that others could reflect on or am I a bit of a a special case? (laughs) (laughs) I think... I think boundaries are so important for all of us all of the time. And again, it's just, it really is down to you to kind of understand within yourself what that looks like. What do you need? Um, You know, how do you look after yourself in the best possible Mm -hmm. way? And I think particularly at the moment, boundaries, boundaries are are really important because we've been kind of thrown into the situation that we weren't expecting. It's mm-hmm. it's challenging at times. Um, everybody will be kind of managing it in their own way, but we're in a completely different situation. You know, we might have children at home with us that we now have to mm-hmm. um, teach as well as still kind of doing our work and balancing home life um everybody's in completely unique different situations and so I think it is a really really good time to kind of look at look at our boundaries like what do we need Mm -hmm. right now um to make sure that we're surviving make sure that we're looking after ourselves making sure that we kind of are able just to keep going and getting through um and they really are just vital for our well-being. And I think by setting boundaries for yourself, you can better manage stress or upset. Mm-hmm. You can manage your own expectations. You can manage the expectations of others. Um, and you can really protect your energy and well-being. So it comes from self-reflection and understanding what you need, what's right for you right now. And then to be able to kind of communicate those to others, whether verbally or non-verbally. You know, if you're now living in a house with 
you know, if you're stuck in isolation with people that perhaps <laughs> you wouldn't usually be living okay. with, you know, what what do you all need that's going to mean that that environment can function in the best way you know Mm -hmm. you need to get on with each other you need to respect each other's space for work or for family or whatever it is so kind of get clear on what you need and then find a respectful way to communicate with others and I think just using this time to kind of really understand others and be empathic and Mm -hmm. kind of just work together I really think my word of the year flow, which kind of came out from sessions that you and I had. So such a good reminder for me personally at the moment, because just a reminder to like take the pressure off and just go with what I feel each day. And some days may be productive and some days may be spent in bed, just like watching, I don't know, Netflix or something that I, you know, isn't like deemed productive given that we come from a society where it's like, Everybody has to have a full-time job plus a side hustle and everything kind of has to be monetized. And so that's one thing I'm reminding myself is just to like do things just for the pleasure of doing. Absolutely. I love that. And I really love that your word of the year was flow because it's something (laughs) also, I just, I love that whole philosophy and and I'm so glad that you chose it because I feel like where you were at with things, it was just that was lovely. Like it made perfect sense for you and what was going on in your life and your work. And yeah, yeah. kind of really made sense. Yeah. A um, bit of in between the drift and design, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, again, it's so unique. Everybody's different. Yeah. Um, it's really important to find your own flow. And I think, you know, when we talk about flow, I think most commonly people might kind of recognize it as being in the zone. Mm -hmm. And um, it's basically that kind of state where we move effortlessly with ease, with great energy um, through situations, despite the fact that they might be quite challenging. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's about being kind of present and using our natural abilities and intuition to kind of, flow with one's environment mm-hmm. um it's that kind of complete engagement in what you're doing the focus um but that element of ease and it, it comes from i think kind of eastern philosophies um but now it's quite kind of common um term used in psychology particularly p- a positive psychologists talk a lot about flow mm-hmm. um that kind of heightened state of focus and immersion in what we're doing and I think it's something that you really need to feel for yourself and again it's just being conscious about what you need what's right for you what makes you happy what makes you joyful um what do you need in that moment it's about looking after yourself Mm -hmm. um looking inward and you know, rather than constantly being um, affected by the external. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important at this time. So I can imagine you're probably getting a lot of um, new requests coming in for coaching (laughs) at this time. Um, And I think what's important just to, like, for me to note is that um, you've worked really well 
with me. And so anybody who wants to explore the idea of coaching with you, how can they get in touch with you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm always looking to work with new people. Um, so email is hello <laughs> at drift and design, yep. which is all one word dot mm-hmm. co dot Okay. Um, Website, website to follow soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll put the, um, the email address in the show notes so people can get in touch, but is there anything uh, else that you wanted to add? <laughs> I think just that do what's right for you. Mm-hmm. Think about what you need. Think about your well being, and don't feel the pressure from others, whether it's friends, family, media, society, there is no right or wrong way to Mm -hmm. feel or behave in this situation. It's different. It's potentially challenging. It's potentially really exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Just really kind of focus on what's right for you. Thank you so much, Ray. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to the second season of Why Morocco. Now more than ever, those of us in the tourism sector and independent creators need your support. If you have enjoyed listening to Why Morocco, I would be so incredibly grateful if you would consider supporting the podcast through the support link in the show notes, rating and reviewing on iTunes, sharing on your social media channels, or just even sending a direct email or message with feedback. I also recommend supporting one of the small business owners or creatives featured on this podcast by either buying the book they're promoting, making a reservation at their hotel or restaurant, checking out their films, or ordering their product online when the time is right. So for now, it's time to say see you when season three kicks off later in the summer. But in the meantime, if you want to discuss a partnership or idea, feel free to get in touch via my website, mandyandmorocco.com. Keep safe and stay healthy and I'll see you when the time is right.